Welcome to Mad Cow Talks Politics with your host, the Honorable Bovine. That's me. The only podcast you'll probably hear recorded as I commute from work to home and back again on an almost daily basis. I rant and rave about politics and social issues from a central standpoint from just a regular old working Joe. Hang out after these messages. We'll get into it. Whoop. Good afternoon, morning, whatever the hell it is, wherever you are. Uh, so, what was I going to talk about today? I swear to God I had it. There's so many little things that are driving me nuts right now. Like, I guess this is the biggest one. So, it's starting to escalate. And what I mean by escalate is... Let me, let me give a little, well, all right. Yeah, one thing at a time. All right, so what I mean by Escalade is now there's people uh, on the left that are, uh, they're not straight up calling for violence. They're not straight up calling for assassination attempts and all that stuff. But their, their rhetoric is like, there's nowhere else, what else, no, nothing else you can do. Voting isn't going to work. Um. You know, protests aren't going to work. Like, like they're pushing their their listeners into holes where there's literally nothing you can do except for violent revolution or assassinations of uh, Republican lawmakers. Um, and this has been the thing for the past like week or so. Uh, some very large names on the left have started doing that. And all of a sudden, yesterday, uh, one of the Supreme Court justices. Uh, Kevin, I believe it was. Uh, some some guy was caught on his property by the security guys. Uh, he had burglary tools on him, I guess, and he had <laughs> he had a gun and he had mace. He was like he and he confessed to him straight away. He's like, yeah, I was here to kill him. He was going to kidnap and then kill the Supreme Court justice. So. This is going to start getting gnarly. Now, all of this shit came from, and not all of it, I, I should say, but a good majority of it seems to have come from uh, the whole right calling the left, saying, okay, groomer to them, right? Now, I want to make something very clear, by the way, too. The fact that the right found a word to, t- to call people on the left, right? To just piss them off and, and irritate them and rage them, whatever. It might not be factually true about everybody on the left, but it was something to poke fun at them and fuck with them because, you know, God knows they've done it to the right. Case being, calling people racist, Nazis, all that shit for the past God knows how long, many years. Right? They finally found a word that the left hated so much that offends them so much being called that it's like it's the same it's the same basic visceral reaction that the right used to have have being called Nazi or racist because you know if you actually take those words for what they actually mean and you're being called those that's not a fun thing to be called now they've done called them that so damn much they don't give a fuck anymore so and now the, the left oh my god now they have a word they're being called my point is is that 
the left the left been calling the right Nazis for how many years? You know? And how many assassination attempts has there been on left wing officials? I mean, maybe there was one and I didn't hear about it. I don't know. But since, uh, well, I mean, I guess you could technically say they tried to get Trump because when BLM rioted in Washington, D.C. and burnt down half the damn city, they, uh, there was a bunch of people that got tackled on the, on the grass because they jumped the fence to the White House and were running toward the White House. So there was, there was Antifa that got caught before they could get to the White House. So I guess you could say, technically speaking, there could have been something that happened had nobody got caught, but whatever. So, my whole thing is, is why in the fuck, like, okay, there are, there's such a thing in political commentary called a grifter. All right, a grifter doesn't, they don't actually say what they actually think about politics. They don't actually have any public opinions. They just have opinions that they know, that they will know will rile up their audience and gain them more followers. So they, they have to push, they have to push and constantly push and push and push and try to get followers of any way they possibly can. Most of it is being dishonest, by being dishonest, you know, twisting a narrative one way or another to get the most radical people over to your side to watch you instead of somebody else. Those grifters, and there's there's very there's varying degrees of it. It's like, for example, Tim Pool Tim Pool is a bit of a grifter, just because he has been touting this civil war thing for a long time, which, don't get me wrong, is a possibility that could come up, but there are some times he does the same shit, where it's like, well, voting people in doesn't work, doing this, doing that don't work, the only thing you can do is, I don't know, and but if you replace the I don't know with political violence, that's the, that's the thing, you know, and now you got people, like I said, on the left, some big names on the left that are sitting there saying that this shit is uh, escalating, that uh, they're being called groomers, which means it's, it's no different than back in like the 90s where you know people were scared to death of gay guys because they thought they were going to molest their kids. And it's like, you got to remember, that was a different time. Like, I don't understand what people's... Like, all right, in the 90s, right... The vast, 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 vast majority of people, all right, were, I would say, either in the middle or more conservative, okay? At least from my my uh, ex- experience, I guess, back then. Like, there wasn't that many, and people weren't as polarized as they are now. So... The only people back then that were, I mean, the, the, the right was a lot like the left is now back then. They had so many different offshoots. They had so many different offshoots and uh, uh, sects, sect, sect, sect. I'm saying that word, it's not sex, it's sect, sex, 
That's what it is. There's so many different pockets of them. Like you had the extreme, the extreme right that wasn't necessarily racist or anything like that, but but they were extremely conservative as far as like religious Bible bumpers. Like those motherfuckers were, though they were definitely thinking some crap was going on like that. But you know, I'd say, and I'd probably um, in one way, shape, or form, the rest of the conservatives and the right were worried about it back then for the most part, up until maybe the last 20% were more in the middle, and they were like, yeah, you know what, I don't think that's happening, maybe once in a great while, but not very often, you know, like, it, it makes a bigger difference, too, because, <sighs> oh, excuse me, the percentage of gay people was orders of magnitude higher than the percentages of people like the LGBTQ people or the, the trans people, you know? So today, when they're sitting there, when uh, the left is sitting there saying, oh, well, the you know, there's trans people losing their jobs as teachers or they're getting assaulted and beat the crap out of, it's like, okay, first off, where? Because I'm pretty sure if that was happening on the regular, uh, we would be hearing about it nonstop in the news, which I have not heard about damn near anything like that. I've heard of a couple teachers in Florida losing their jobs because they violated their law that, that uh, the state put forward about um, not discussing their sexuality to people uh, lower than seven fucking years old. But, you know, it's whatever. Um, oh, don't fall. But I don't... They're basically saying that because you're calling people groomers, that it's othering them. It's making them a a, a, less, a lesser human being that you know can be purged at any point in time. It's like um, no, that's not what it's about at all. It's like prime example, right? It's like the whole, the the. A lot of people that I know in the middle, myself included, to a degree, but I don't know, it, it's, it's kind of sketchy. I try to run the logic in my head, and I always end up running into a couple bumps, so it's nuanced, It's a nuanced conversation. But when we talk about people that are trans, like, I don't consider anyone trans that, you know, like, they dress like a guy, they uh, act like a guy, they have mannerisms like a guy, they keep their male genitalia, they keep their male name. They keep everything about themselves male, but they say, oh, I identify as a female. I don't consider those people trans. And you can sit there and call me a bigot all you want. Uh, there's nothing transitory about them except for their pronouns. That's it. You know, it's like, what? And if you, and it's one of those things where it's like you can turn it off in a heartbeat. If you're in a social situation that you think that you'll be ostracized, you can just sit there and not use them. You know? If you really really wanted to, you know, if you were really scared in the situation, you could just, you know, you have your, you have your cover, you know, but people that are actually trans that are, you know, actually trying, they have the medical condition for gender dysphoria, you know, I, I sympathize with them, you know, get them help, whatever they need, fix whatever they got going on. But if it's just, you feel like a certain way, one way, one day, one day, another day, I'm sorry. Uh, it's not enough for me to play make-believe with you or to have people pass laws for you, you know? It's, it's not how this shit works. At least 
it shouldn't be. Shouldn't be at all. So, I don't know where we go from here, guys. Because they tell, they say, you know, oh, well, you're othering them so they could be a genocide. You realize you've been calling people Nazis and racists and homophobes and all that shit for the last few years, hardcore, especially the word Nazi. And that's something that most people on the right especially would be like, uh, yeah, take them out back and shoot them. You know, calling people Nazis like that. Not the person that's calling them. I'm just talking about, like, if you actually found a Nazi, most people on the right would be like, screw you, dude, you're going to die. You know? The There's some people on the far, far right, sure. They'd be like, oh, he's cool. But the vast majority of the people on the right, they don't like racist Nazis either. You know why? Because it makes trying to negotiate with these motherfuckers or talk to these motherfuckers impossible. If they constantly think that they're going up against more fucking... Uh-oh. There is a crane in the middle of the, middle of the highway. How, why is there a crane in the middle of the highway? That's weird. Alright, we're going to get over right now because I'm not dealing with that shit. Uh-uh-uh. Sorry about that. One of the perils of doing a podcast while you're driving is sometimes the traffic deserves 100% of your attention, which it just did, and I'm good now. All right, cruise control on, back to my regular scheduled program. So, but yeah, I don't know where we go from here. I don't, like, is that, do we just, like, go to war now? Like, because the one guy confessed and turned himself in once he got basically near caught for in Kavanaugh's uh, yard. Like, what about the next guy that isn't so timid that just walks up there with a freaking pipe bomb and throws it in his window or, you know, starts spraying bullets through his front window at him if he's in his living room watching TV? I don't know. If I was him, I'd be in, my, I'd be in a finished basement just chilling make sure all the windows on that bitch are bulletproof but I don't know that'd be up to him oh boy I'm gonna have a hard time staying awake see this is why it's good to be doing these podcasts too while I'm driving Whew. have a hard time long drives always make me sleepy and it's not good when I have to commute 50 minutes to work every day back and forth well Let's talk about gas prices for a second. Jesus, it's up to like five forty a gallon here in my town. I don't know how everybody else is doing out there, but shit, things are going to start getting really, really nasty. I don't know. I'm pretty sure if you guys have listened to me any for any amount of time, you know I've spent the last like oh, holy shit, twenty years. Yeah. A little over 20 years working retail and the price of, of diesel directly affects how much it costs for you to buy everything on the shelf that's why the whole time when people are sitting there saying oh inflation won't be a problem like yeah it won't be a problem for you because you got money the fucking poor people are going to get hit first 
I'm just now starting to feel it. Well, I should say in the last month or so, I'm starting to feel it at the store. Going to get my regular grocery trip with my girlfriend. Normally it'd be about 175 bucks every week or so would be, it turns into almost like, uh, this is like 240-ish for the exact same things. Well, for the most part, but still it's like, that's a pretty high hike, pretty high. I'm not happy about that, but, uh, I don't know. That's a hop off here. I I don't even know how long I was recording for, but I don't know. If you have any suggestions, I would love to hear some prescriptions on how the hell to pull uh, the society out of the downward spiral that is, um, hey, we're going to uh, end up in a civil war or assassinating politicians for fuck all reasons, I guess. I don't know. Um, But Anyway, y'all have a good day. Uh, email me if you have any thoughts. My email is in the description. Uh, or in the description of the podcast, not the po- not the episode. There is a difference. Alright, y'all have a good time. Move, motherfucker. Whoop!